powered by the number one REMAX real estate company in the world, Gold Nation. The Juggernaut Podcast is dedicated to helping real estate professionals and beyond become an unstoppable force, a juggernaut. We believe when the real estate professional thrives, everybody wins. Release the third Wednesday of every month. Each episode will leave you inspired, energized, and ready to be unstoppable. Want to learn more about the Juggernaut Podcast? Go to www.juggernautpodcast.com. Here's your hosts, Stephanie Flood and Anthony James. All right. Welcome back, Juggernaut fans. This is Anthony James, your co-broker of record and vice president of professional development. Excited for this month's episode of the Juggernaut uh, Podcast. I promise it to be powerful keyword powerful, and also very engaging and maybe even empowering. So this is going to be a fantastic episode. I'm also joined, of course, with Stephanie Flood, co-host and vice president of operations, who's going to kind of kick things off here and share with us who our special guest is and set up our interview. So Stephanie Flood, hello. Well, hello. Hello, Gold Nation. I am looking forward to the adventure that we are going to go on in our podcast today. So I want to introduce you to our guest. His name is Sean Power. Sean, do you want to say hello? And then I can share with Gold Nation who you are and what we're going to talk about today. Absolutely. Hello, Gold Nation. It's it's me. It's Sean Power. (laughs) (laughs) We are thrilled to have you here today. So Gold Nation, Sean used to be with Remax LLC as Director of Professional Development and founded a little podcast called Momentum back then. Since then, he has moved on, and in his spare time, he has become the creator of a program called Empower. That's I-M-P-O-W-E-R. So a little play on words there. We're going to learn more about that today. So, Sean, can you share with our audience how you came into coaching and more personal development and what has inspired you to do that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first off, thank you guys for having me um, and to, to, to Gold Nation uh, for listening. Uh, very excited. It's going to be fun. Um, so I think the coaching piece for me, that, that started really, really early on. Um, I, I grew up around sports um, and always had a lot of good coaches and trainers in my life. And when I grew up, uh, I didn't realize you could actually do something like that in more of a professional setting. And the big shift for me actually came when I joined Remax. When I first joined, uh, I was I was called a business coach, uh, and then they later changed our names to franchise development consultant. And that really shifted a lot of uh, my life, honestly, my professional life. Um, so the coaching really, really, uh, really went into effect there. And then you mentioned momentum in the Momentum podcast. Once momentum came into my life, that really gave a lot more form and structure to my coaching. Uh, and again, that really lifted everything off. And on the, per, uh, the other side of it, on the empower side, I've always had a passion for writing and, um, for just maximizing potential and my potential and people's potential. So this is sort of the, the, the natural, I guess, transition over into this was, well, let's write a program where I can do those things. It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, inside of a corporate center. So that's kind of why, 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 and how we got here today. Yeah, that's awesome, Sean. And I got to ask you before we kind of really dive into the content. Uh, your last name Power is that is that a real last name or what's the deal there? <laughs> I know, uh, and you guys actually got it right. Most people uh, add an extra S. On it. Uh, 
for some reason are a lot more comfortable <laughs> with the powers. Powers. Uh, but, yeah, exactly. Everybody calls me powers. Uh, but no, power is my, my it's, it's an Irish last name. Uh, and I think it's great. Uh, and that, that's obviously, I changed the name of the program is called Empower, but it's with an I. Um, yeah. and I think if, if you're, if you're gifted a name like that and you're in this sort of a space, you kind of have to, you have to exploit it a little bit. Uh, so the, the, the empower is obviously, it, it lends itself to some great marketing. Uh, but it, it also does uh, serve uh, kind of a double meaning. Obviously it's I'm power, I'm Sean power, yeah. uh, but it also implies to the audience. It's like, look, you, you have this power as well. Mm-hmm. So it, it does kind of serve two audiences there. That's awesome. Well, but, yeah, I had, it, it, yeah. Go ahead. No, 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 I'm just going to say it, it absolutely is a real name. It's not a stage name. <laughs> I love it. Okay, well, I, I had to ask because, I mean, it's such a great last name, right, to be able to have that and to go through life with that. I'm sure you've got plenty of stories about how that name has brought some fun into conversations, I'm sure. So, uh, again, thank you for sharing. So let's go ahead and kind of, you know, springboard from there and talk about you know, your program that you've created called Empower. Um, I'd love for you to share with the audience a little bit about, you know, what that means and what it is and really who can benefit from it. Yeah, thanks. So in a nutshell, what it is, it's uh, it's called Empower, uh, but the subtitle is Creating a Connected and Engaged Life. And there's two key words in there that I'm going to get to in just one second. But in a nutshell, what the program is, is a personal development program designed to help you do just that the connected and engaged life. So I always tell people, I'm I'm not your guru that's going to tell you how to make a million bucks or or sell more houses or create a better business at all. Uh, What I am here to do is try and guide you to help you bring you closer to your more true and authentic self. So when we look at the two words connected and engaged, connected, the way that I define that is when you're mentally present and aligned and congruent and your thoughts are that. The engaged piece, then, is the behavioral side of things. So that's when you're physically there, when you're physically present. And one key word in there is the word and. You can be connected or engaged. Um, And the example I always like to give is, and I think most parents out there can relate to that, is you can be talking to your kid, and you're, you're there, you're physically there, you're engaged in the moment, in the action, but you're a million miles away in your mind. You're putting together a deal or you're, you're just doing something else. You are elsewhere. So it's possible to be engaged but not connected. So that key word of and is very, very important inside of the program. Uh, so that's the first sort of part of, uh, of the question there of what is it. The who, and we can probably get into it if you want to ask some questions about that, but the who is, uh, I, I've titled my audience here, uh, and it's not, for, it's not for real estate agents. It's not for somebody in finance or insurance or whatever, I'm looking for characteristics. And I've titled my audience Hip Whip, so it's H-I-P-W-I-P. And what that is, is I'm looking for people who have, that are hungry, intentional, positive, and then the whip is works in progress. So hungry meaning that they're ambitious, they're wanting to take their career or themselves to the next level. Uh, intentional, meaning they want to do it on purpose, and positive, meaning that they know they're going to get knocked down, but they're going to find a way to do it. And then the whip part is the work in progress, which is kind of a tip of the hat to, I'm not a complete person yet. I'm not, I'm still working on myself. I'm still mastering some different parts of myself. So I'm still a work in progress. 
So there's a lot in there. I'll, I'll stop right there if you want to kind of engage on a different question within that. that. There is a lot there. I really appreciate the and, the connection between connected and engaged and making that point that you have to be both. I think that's really probably something that is often overlooked and seems to be really, really critical to being able to kind of move forward and make that personal growth and make that step. Completely agree, you know, and I'm of the belief that our thoughts really do drive our behaviors. Uh, So that's why it's necessary is that you have to do both of those things. Because I think you can, maybe a good example is the the difference between busy and productive. Uh, You know, when you're busy, you're just kind of, you're all over the place. You're not necessarily connected, right? But you're, you're, you're engaged, you're doing things. Uh, but when you're productive, you're doing it sort of with a sense of purpose and goals and plans and all those other things. So I think that it is important to do both those things. And furthermore, I think that if you do a lot of your, your actions uh, without being conscious of your thoughts, without being consciously there and aware, sometimes you can look up at the end of a month and it just feels empty. And that's a very frustrating place to be. And I think we've all been there at some point in our lives. Yeah, you know, Sean, before we kind of dive into the structure of Empower, um, I'd love for you to share, you know, the inspiration behind the program. I know that you had read an article once, once uh, many, many years ago, maybe about the uh, the top five deathbed regrets of the dying uh, by Bronnie Ware. And I'd love for you to just kind of share what that article was about and how that kind of inspired you to create this program. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of, it's weird. Here's another Remax connection. It was a guy named John Mangus. He's a a broker owner uh, out in Toledo, Ohio. Wonderful guy. Um, And he had posted something years ago. Uh, It was on LinkedIn. And that was the article. You named it correctly, Anthony. It was called The Top Five Deathbed Regrets of the Dying. And I think we've all read lists that are similar to this. And the the top five have the usual suspects of, you know, I, I wish I wouldn't have worked so hard. I wish I'd have spent more time with my kids, my family, my loved ones. All those things were there. Um, but number one really struck with stuck with me and, and really did strike me uh, in, a, in a pretty profound way that that was really the catalyst to start writing this program all these years ago. So the number one deathbed regret was this. I wish I had the courage to live a life that was true to myself and not the one that others expected of me. Now, that's a... <laughs> imagine lamenting that on your deathbed. You're sitting there, and you're, you're saying, you know, I, I kind of wish I lived somebody else's life, because I don't feel like I live my own. And I think uh, when I read that, I felt a couple of things. One was confusion, uh, and one was sadness. The confusion part was, why, you know, and, and whose life are they living? And then the sadness piece was, well, that, that is just sad. You know, you went your whole life and you lived somebody else's expectations and standards. And I sort of turned the question on myself and I asked myself at the time, you know, am, am I living a life that is true to myself? Is it authentic to myself? And it, it wasn't like a resounding yes at the time. You know, there was, there was certainly some doubts. Um, so that, that, really led to this program being written and the way that it's connected and we'll kind of get into the structure here like you said but it's really starting with that that courage piece if you're lacking courage you're probably lacking confidence and if you're lacking confidence you're probably lacking clarity 
And that's a little precursor to how this whole thing is structured. Clarity first, then confidence, then courage, then ultimately you live your connected and engaged life. But that is ultimately where this came from, was that just this sense of, man, I don't want to end up on bed like that. So what can I do about it? And that's the important part, right? What can we do about it? Let's not just accept who we are and where we are, but have this hunger, as you said, to be better and to continue to work on ourselves. So along those lines, let, let's do it. Let's dive in. Let's talk about how it's structured. I know that you have three modules and within those a number of steps. So let's start appropriately enough at module one and learn a little bit about mindset and how that affects everything that we do and how that's a part of that first step in the program. Sure. I love it. Well, and I'll back up too, because I think there's something you said there that kind of triggered this, but I think any good program or any program, really, I think you're, you're, you're trying to answer a key question. And I, I think that there's, there's three large questions in life. Um, and then I'm going to add a fourth to mine. But the three big questions that I think that, that, that we're all trying to answer are, number one is, who am I? Which is ultimately a, a question of identity. Uh, number two is, why am I here? Which I think is ultimately a question of your purpose. Uh, and then the third question is, does my life matter? And to me, that's that pertains really to significance. My question that I'm trying to ask and answer inside of this program is, how am I showing up? And I'm of the belief that if you can start to answer that question, then your identity, your purpose, your significance, your meaning, all of those big sort of existential things in life starts to become a little bit more clear to you. So that's the question, and that's uh, that's really how this whole thing is set up, is how am I showing up? How do I show up as, a, as an agent? How do I show up as a podcast host? How do I show up as a friend, a father, husband, son, whatever it is, whatever your role is in life? How am I showing up with that? So I just wanted to, to kind of make that, get that piece in there, Stephanie, because I think that's really, really important. That's the question we're trying to ask and answer. How are we showing up? And, and I think that that's, those are incredible questions. Those first three kind of hit you really hard of being able to even answer those. And then the fourth one, I like how that could answer the other three for sure. Those are really questions that just make you stop and think for a while and are not easily answered. Um, so, wow, <laughs> with that, I've got notes here already. So let's go ahead and, and talk about maybe that module one and the mindset and how we start to answer these questions through the program. Yeah, love it. Um, so I'm a big fan of alliteration and rhyming. Um, so you, you, you hear a lot of that in this program, just because that's the way I write. Uh, but it's also, I think, uh, when you hear things like that that are alliterated and that do rhyme, you tend to remember them a little bit more. So bear with me on some of the language uh, <laughs> that, that I use in here. Um, so the, the, the first four steps are all about establishing uh, excuse me, establishing clarity um, and ultimately your, your right mindset. So it, it, the, the, there's four V's. We have the view, values, vision, and value. So your view is going to ultimately be what is your outlook on, on the world? What is your perspective? Values are going to be the things that are important to you. Vision is ultimately what you want to become, um, which I think is probably a key trait of gold nation and of this juggernaut audience in particular you guys are talking about becoming an unstoppable force and to me vision is the key ingredient in that uh, and then the fourth piece is value 
and that's ultimately your contribution to others. And the first three steps are ultimately, they're looking at you as the individual, and then we step into step four, and now we're talking about, hey, this life is not just lived for yourself, there are other people out there. So what is my contribution going to be to them? And that's a key, key kind of kickoff point into section two as we go into that. Sean, so what, I wanna, what, what questions? On, oh, go ahead, Anthony. Yeah, I was just going to say, I want to go back to something you said a moment ago um, before we go further on the steps and the modules of the program. You talked about, you know, showing up and evaluating how you're showing up, you know, as a father, as a husband, as a brother, a mother, like anything, right? So how, how do you show up? And so my question to you is, do you have any like practical tips or, you know, tangibles that you can share with the audience on how you actually evaluate that for yourself? Good question. I don't know if there's a, you know, practical, you know, measurements of, hey, I, ben- I benchmark this and I hit this. Um, I don't know if I have an answer to that, Anthony, honestly. Uh, to me, for, for me personally, it, it's a feeling. And when we go through the program, at the end of it, when I write connected and engaged, I have two two blank spaces really at the, at the top of the house. And the last question I ask is, how do you feel when you are connected and when you are engaged, when you like how you're showing up? The reason I ask that is because I'm of the belief that much of life is experienced through our emotions. So life itself is ultimately lived through your feelings. And I ask that question because how do you want to feel? The way that Anthony wants to feel is going to be different than the way the second wants to feel, than Sean wants to feel. But we ultimately know when we feel congruent, when we feel aligned, when we feel connected, when we feel engaged, we feel alive, we feel good. And that's it's a good question because it kind of helps me explain that a little bit better. I'm giving you a framework here. I'm not telling you how to feel. I'm not telling you what to do. Really. I'm just giving you guardrails on it. So for me to answer that question, I think it ultimately comes down to how do you want to feel? And if you're consistently having those feelings of, of joy and of pleasure, I think that would be a pretty good indicator and a pretty good benchmark. Yeah, and I, I think something else to consider, and I'll just I'll just add this to the conversation because I've recently walked through this kind of exercise. Is you know we have a belief of how we show up in our own minds, right? Like I believe I show up this way in this situation, but then there's the other side of that equation, which is how do others see you showing up, right? And do they actually align and match up? And so while I love what you're sharing around, hey, like. How do you show up and and evaluating that for yourself based on how you feel or how you would like to show up? I think the other side potentially of that equation is, hey, like ask your husband or your wife or whomever is, hey, you know, I'm trying to show up this way. Is it aligning with how I actually show up? (laughs) So any thoughts on that? I love it. Yeah, I think it's a key part of belief too, right? Because I heard the the author and screenwriter, Nick Hornby, he said that one time. He's like, you have two people that you are the one in your head and the one in reality. <laughs> uh, and it's kind of speaking to, to what you're saying here. Um, but I think a, a good indicator is, of that is, do you have other people who validate what you're feeling, how you are showing up? So I think it's a great point. So let, let's shift into the next section over. So let's move on from mindset and clarity. Let's go to module two and talk about behavior and confidence. 
Yeah, love it. Um, so that is right. We talked about our thoughts sort of guide our behaviors. So we start with our thoughts. And again, going back to that, we want to make sure that we gain clarity. So we go through the first four steps and we gain a sense of clarity. Clarity then ultimately is going to lead to the next step, which is confidence. Um, so I've broken up this section into beliefs, roles, goals, and souls. Um, and beliefs are, Anthony just mentioned there, they're, they're, they're hyper important. Right? They're, those are the thoughts and sort of emotions of, of truth that, that we hold that ultimately do guide our behavior. So we go into some different exercises around beliefs and how you can shape them and kind of look at some of the ones that you have that are empowering and some that are not. Uh, the next is roles, which is establishing what your titles and your functions are in life. Uh, for myself, I, my titles that I view myself in a professional setting are leader, trainer, coach, facilitator, and strategist. And everything sort of stems from all of those titles. Goals, then, are the behavioral benchmarks. So walking through some exercises on how to structure goals. And then souls, and that's ultimately who are the lives that you're going to impact through your service. So sort of a similar setup to the first module in the first section where you're talking about individual beliefs, individual roles, individual goals, but then you've got the last step, which is taking what you did in the last module, your value, and now taking your value and who am I going to impact? Who are those souls that are going to need my contribution to need my service? And ultimately what we're trying to get to here is having a strong sense of confidence. I am really affected by how this is a personal development program, certainly, and, and looking inward and as well as looking outward to make yourself better. But I really like that last part about souls, of who you're going to impact through your service. Those are really powerful words there that really remind us that we're here to make ourselves better, but ultimately we're here to make ourselves better so that we can then help those around us and give back and support others that it's not just about us. We're not doing this just to make ourselves better. We're doing it to make others better. Can you speak to a little bit about why that's an important part and, and how helping others probably ends up helping us or why that's included in the program? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I think it's a basic human need, you know, <laughs> that, 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 that desire and that want to contribute. Um, and I think a lot of, probably a lot of your audience and real estate agents, um, they have that need, right? They, they want to, they want to show up. They want to help. They want to serve. And I'll, I'll jump into one of the site in, in the next section, I, I go into purpose and I break purpose up into two parts. It's into mission and ambition. Mission, the way that I look at it is service to others. Uh, ambition is service to self. And that last part sometimes stings the audience a little bit because we, we, we say, well, if you're serving, you have to serve others. I don't think it's a bad thing to feel good about what you're doing, right? And I think that that service to self is, is something we should get comfortable with. So I think we have a need to do that ultimately is when you contribute, you feel good, you feel better. Um, I, I have sort of that teacher's heart and any time that I'm able to get up in front of people and train or offer something that gives them an aha moment or a light bulb moment, 
that probably does more for me than it does that person or that soul. So I think that there is a little bit of a, maybe selfish isn't the right word, but there's a little bit of, hey, this makes me feel good when I do this as well part to it. You know, Sean, I, I want to just uh, thank you for bringing up this particular module around confidence. I think it's such an important you know, part of our personal development that, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I, I don't know that it's talked about enough. I hear a lot about, you know, mindset and positive outlook and, you know, just how, you know, how you're showing. I hear a lot about that type of stuff frequently in the personal development space, but I think this ingredient of confidence is so key and so critical. And, you know, I, I guess it's maybe it's just because of the season of life I'm in as a, as a father and I see my, you know, my three kids and, and I'm, and I'm constantly trying to build confidence in them and just, you know, the little things, right? Like it's okay to, you know, talk to somebody and I want you to talk to that person and ask questions, those little things, right? Like building that confidence in each one of them. So I've been, I've been focused in on this one for a while now, it seems like, and, and I'm just uh, excited for you to share if you have any kind of any light bulb type moments that you have seen with the people that you're coaching and developing around this topic and subject of confidence. Yeah, absolutely. Well, here's something interesting. I think about when you look at the word confidence, it's derivative of a Latin word, fidir. That word means to trust. And it's interesting, you're talking about, you know, being a new father, and, you know, I'm a father to, to two, two young kids, they're, they're seven and nine now, but you talk about having your cage rattled, <laughs> you had, when you had kids show up, and, and your confidence is, it's shot. I remember going to, uh, to a couple of different, uh, you know, like, how to parent classes beforehand, and as soon as the kids come out, like, all that stuff just goes away. All your confidence, it goes away. Uh, so I can certainly relate to what you're saying there. Um, I think uh, the, the big thing with confidence and what I've seen, uh, certainly in, in, in my years of coaching, is you, you hear a lot of uh, a lot through language and a lot of people's beliefs and how they talk and the words they use and some of the words they don't use. So I think we, we hear about limiting beliefs and empowering beliefs, and I think sometimes you sort of dismiss them. But to me, so much of our, our lives... Um, and a lot of our thoughts, are, are they, they, they transpire inside of our head. So it's really, really important to get a hold of how you're talking to yourself and what your personal talk track is. And a lot of that starts with your, your beliefs. And in this section, we go through something called um, power phrases or empower phrases. And hold on one second, guys. You know what? I'm not even going to edit that. Keep rolling, man. There's a dog in the background. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Fine. Uh, I like the style of his podcast. So I apologize again. Um, but uh, it, 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 it's really that. It, it goes back to what are the phrases that, that, that you're repeating to yourself consistently? And a lot of people, you're, myself included, if you don't get conscious of, of what's ultimately going on and how you're talking to yourself inside your head, um, that can lead to some, some darker roads. And I, I've certainly gone there in, in my life. So one of the things that we'll do is write down what are some of these, these phrases that are ultimately going to propel you forward into the future. And I use these things all the time. I used it before I jumped on this cult. You know, I will say things to myself to try and get myself to a place, a state where I need to be. So to me, those are the practical, easy things that you can do. Um, but you have to be aware of those things. So, my suggestion to the audience would be that come up with about five, six 
phrases that you're going to consistently repeat to yourself that are ultimately going to get you into that state where you do feel confident. I love that. Practical advice and things that people can do today to, to use your ideas here. Okay, so we did clarity. We did confidence and how much that's a game changer. Let's go to the third module and talk about this one. I'm, I'm really excited about hearing about adventure and how this just really seems to differ from other coaching programs. You don't, you don't hear about adventure unless you're outside learning how to, to rock climb. So I want to hear more about this particular <laughs> module. Yeah, I love it. Uh, well, and it's, I, I went through that same process when I was thinking about what I want to call this. And in our world, we typically hear words like path and journey and the way and those, those different things. And they, they're, they're all great. Um, but the, the first thing that I noticed in all of them was, to me, they, they lacked a sense of fun. <laughs> and that's another part of this is we can have fun when we talk about some of these bigger questions and some of these bigger topics of life. It's not a bad thing. We, we can take our fun seriously. Maybe that's a better way of phrasing it. Uh, but they all seem to lack some sense of fun. So I, I was looking at some other words, and I come across the word adventure. And Stephanie, to your point, I think that's typically associated with uh, more sort of outside activities. And I, I live in Colorado, and you hear the word adventure all the time. Right? People are always going on different adventures. And sometimes it could even mean you know, you're going to different countries, all those different things. But when I really looked at the word and broke it up into two, the word advent means the arrival of something notable or new. And the suffix U-R-E means in action. And to me, that made a lot of sense. That sort of embodied everything that I was looking for. Because at this point, you've gone through, you've gained a sense of clarity, you have a sense of confidence. Now you know you're going to have to go out and step into some stuff but let's make it fun and you're going to do this, but you're arriving now is somebody different, somebody better, somebody more improved. So that really, really appealed to me to call it that, if that makes sense. That totally makes sense. And I, I like that because it really catches your attention. I love your point about we can have fun during this process. What a, what a novel concept though. We think about making ourselves better is this very serious endeavor and you can't laugh and you have to focus and take notes, but making it fun, what a great idea. And I think when you have fun, you're probably more likely to remember what you've learned, right? Couldn't agree more. You know, great. I love that point, Stephanie, because the word you hear a lot in our space, uh, and I've gotten into trouble with it, is, you know, this, this idea of passion. And Steve Jobs has that wonderful, wonderful speech he gave years ago, you know, find, find your passion, you never work another day in your life, and all those different things. And, and they have their merits, they definitely do. But I think that sends people onto this journey of looking for passion and finding passion. And you go out there a little bit, and you find out you're not finding it, and you kind of get dejected a little bit, and you stop. And then you say, well, what am I going to do? But I think that if you substitute passion for fun, which is a, a rung below passion to me. If you find something fun, you're going to do more of it. And when you do more of it, you're going to get good at it. And when you get good at it, people are going to want to be around you and pay you or whatever it is you want to do. So that's what I'd always coach people to do is find something fun. Try that. Because you will do more of it. You will get better at it. And that's ultimately how you create value. Mm -hmm. 
I think when you get into that idea of passion, it's a little bit more of a serious sort of tone and topic. So have some fun with it, to your point. So we're on module three of Empower. We're talking about adventure and fun and ultimately how that like creates courage, right? I think I saw somewhere in your outline talking about this courage concept. And so in the spirit of having fun, I mean, I couldn't help but reminisce of the movie Wizard of Oz and let's take a trip down the yellow brick road. And so we're talking about courage and the lion who has courage. So I'm just, I'm just curious, Sean, do you have any courageous moments that you haven't uh, experienced in your life that really helped kind of catapult you into your next you know, phase or tier of personal development? Hmm. I think, uh, honestly, writing this program and, and putting it out, I'll never forget the <laughs> the first time you go up in front of somebody with words that you've written. It's kind of scary because you have no idea. Right? You, you, in your mind, this sounds great. This sounds wonderful. But you can get out there and in front of a you know a room full of 100, 200 people, and they might laugh at you. Right. And, and I think anybody who's ever gotten up in front of people and spoken uh, to, to any number of people, that in itself is hard. Uh, but typically what happens is, you know, your your brain will kick in the, the, the reptilian part and kind of protect you and say, oh, there's danger here. Something's wrong. Uh, so I, I certainly had that. I remember the first time that I delivered this content uh, and my brain was just telling me, it's like, no, this doesn't feel right. This isn't good. Uh, but ultimately, I, I used some of my power phrases and said, no, you know, I, I've got something here. I have something special. I have something important. This could potentially change your life. So I sort of overrode the program, I guess, that I was telling myself in there. So connecting it to, to this piece of it, yeah, that was, to me, that was, that was courageous, you know, definitely. Because, again, it's your own work. It's your own material. It's your own head. It's your own heart. You're just laying it all out there for people to see. And to me, that's pretty scary. So to just go through it and be like, all right, well, let's do it. I think this is important. Let's try it. To me, that was courageous. It definitely was courageous. We are grateful that you had the courage to share it. And I always like to share the fact that the people's greatest fear, greater fear than death, is public speaking. So we appreciate (laughs) that you were brave and put yourself out there with that. So as we're kind of drawing to a close here, I wanted to see if you had some final thoughts to leave with our listeners. And I really want to know how our audience can connect with you to get more information on your program, because this is fantastic and it's great information and it sounds unique and different. And I'm really appreciating that. And I want to make sure that our audience knows how to potentially get in touch with you to, to join your two day program. Yeah, I love it. And thanks again for having me. This really was, this is fun. Um, a lot of fun. Um, and you do bring up another good point, Stephanie. This is, it's a, it is a little bit different. Uh, it, I think it's unique. I think it's a worthy conversation to, to have these sort of things, um, to talk about who am I? Why am I here? You know, how am I showing up? To me, that is a worthwhile conversation. And I'll, and I'll, I'll trace it back to what to the whole setup of this program, right? And, and we're talking about courage here at the tail end is that you got to have the courage to live a life that is honest and true and authentic to yourself, period. I, I don't think any of the gold nation, anybody listening right now would want to end up on their deathbed saying what, what those people said. Um, truth is some people will though, but I think you have an opportunity. 
And I, I guess that that's one of my favorite quotes is that. It's uh, from a gentleman named Keith Cunningham. He says that opportunity without structure is chaos. And one of the big turning points in my life was, was honestly momentum. And momentum, there was no new concepts at all. There was nothing in there that blew me away as far as concepts. But it was how it was written and how it was structured. And that completely changed my life. And I, I wouldn't describe my, my life as chaos or chaotic at all. It, it just, it was in a little, it was just disjointed. And I didn't know where to put things. And that was the gift that it gave me. So now when I connect the dots with Empower, this is a life program. I believe life is our big opportunity. And if you can do it with structure, the probability of you living a connected, courageous, engaged life really goes through the roof. And I'll, I'll quote Tom Ferry because he used to always say that. He says, everybody does better in a program. So that would be what my, my counsel to anybody listening is plug into a program. I don't care what it is. You plug into this, you can plug into whatever you want. Just find one that's good, that's fun, and that's ultimately going to get you your results that you're looking for. Well, Sean, I mean, it goes without saying, but this has been a powerful session here on the uh, Juggernaut Podcast. Really appreciate you joining us here today. Uh, again, Stephanie asked, but I want to see, make sure that we get it out there. Is, there. is there a way people can find you or connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. And you guys, well, so you, you have my email. I'm on all the social media channels, but I kind of like the mystery of, hey, if you want to find me, come find me. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I feel like we, we live in this connected world where everybody knows everything. Yep. So come find me. You can find my information out there. All right. Perfect. Well, Sean, thank you again so much for joining us here uh, on the Juggernaut Podcast. It really has been a pleasure getting to know you and uh, really appreciate you just kind of sharing more about how you're approaching the personal development space. I agree with Stephanie. I feel like this is unique. It's uh, it's nice and refreshing to hear some of these topics that you're uh, you know kind of sharing with the audience today on the podcast. So thank you. Oh, thank you guys very much. I really, really enjoyed this and just very, very grateful for the opportunity. So thank you very much. Well, we appreciated having you. I know I have pages of notes here of things that I will take with me and I appreciate it. And I'm going to remember to make sure that I continue to have fun in what I'm doing in my life every day. So thank you for that, Sean. Yeah, I love it. I got a big smile on my face. That makes me happy, Stephanie. <laughs> All right, Sean. Thanks again. Juggernaut Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you all next month. Take care. Thank you for joining us and listening to the Juggernaut Podcast. Our vision is truly to inspire our listeners to become an unstoppable force, not only in business, but also in life. To develop that juggernaut mindset that will embrace conflict, overcome adversity, and influence positive impact in the communities we live, work, and serve. It is time to awaken the juggernaut in us all. We look forward to bringing you another inspiring episode next month on the third Wednesday right here on the Juggernaut Podcast. Until then, take care and continue to be unstoppable.